Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unlearned. I'm Kat. And I'm Misha. And we are back at it again. Uh, It's been almost a full month since, uh, you know, our lives were devastated. And (laughs) still ain't over it. Maybe never will be. Um, We'll look back from this 20 years, men, like, do you remember the Great Depression? (laughs) That was our lives. So, uh, I guess, like, speaking of that, let's just get into our first segment, This Week in Politics. Uh, <sighs> yeah. So, I will never like this segment again. <laughs> I used to love this segment. Now it's, like, torture. I So, this is for all of the moderates who are just like, you know, give Trump a chance. Give him some time. Like the Trump supporters and the Trump sympathizers, um, he's gonna he'll he'll like you know he'll he'll really show who he is. Like he's probably like not this really bad guy, and a true measure of a person is who they surround themselves with and who they choose to surround themselves with. And when there are when you're tapping in men who are open about their white supremacy. Uh, men who are open about their misogyny and believe that women don't have rights to their bodies. When you appoint somebody to be head of the education system who took money away from from public schools, what's wrong with that? Never had an education job in her life. <laughs> oh, I mean, so she is like Trump himself, an education outsider <laughs> who will who will dictate the future of your children if your children are in public schools. I won't ask Trump to make me American Pope. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Just invent things. Just now. invent this. I'm not Catholic. I have no experience being Catholic or male. But I would but. love to be appointed to this. <laughs> Anything's possible in, in Trump's, Trump's America. America. <laughs> uh, we should make t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just kind of, I, as like he's appointing more people and we're seeing how things are unfolding. And it's just like, you know, they're like, just, just, he's not even inaugurated yet. And I'm just like, he's already spelt destruction with the people mm-hmm. he's appointing like people who like will be malicious and people who are inexperienced and people who like one dude was fired by the Obama administration. He was like, <laughs> he's going to be like a military advisor. It's just, I like Trump. I, I don't even, I don't even have words I have words to the Trump sympathizers and Trump supporters saying, like, give him a chance, see how things pan out. He's showing you his hand. He's showing you the cards. It's clear as day. Like, this administration is planning on being oppressive. And, like, I would not be surprised if there were constitutional changes mm-hmm. around free speech and freedom of press because he is he has a really contentious relationship with the press. Yo, Trump does not care. Trump does not care. He's calling people. People in this country haven't called in 60 years. <laughs> 50 years. For good reasons. Yeah. He's he calling the president of Pakistan. Now India's mad. Called the president of Taiwan. Now China's mad. I'm like, yo, you really are all about this nuclear warfare. Right? That's what you're trying to start. <laughs> we don't call for a reason. <laughs> and 
Taiwan released this statement saying we didn't call him. His people set the call up with us. Oh God. Now we got to worry about lying <laughs> again. And then just about like the way that he's carrying on his business affairs post election, like he's going to get rich off of being president. And that is beyond unconstitutional. Like there's um, a decree or I don't know what the word is for it, but it's like, con- like conflict of interest mm-hmm. comes into play and but he's like all of the wheels are already spinning he's making business deals with different countries how 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 is everyone like chill as fuck about this why why are people chill as fuck about that's like my only question it's like he is standing to make a lot of money by abusing his power and everyone's just like well you know there are other things to worry about yes the white supremacist and misogynist that he is also appointed those are other things to worry about but he's planning to royally fuck the american people up their fucking asses he wants to spend as much time in new york for him to bring the secret service to New York City, a city of 8 million people. I don't even want to think about traffic because when Obama comes home, traffic, no. Out, mm-hmm. out, out the wall, not interested. Yo, I, I love me some Obama. I love well, the Obama People know, family. the listeners know we love, we love Obama. They, there's like not a doubt to any listener who's ever heard our show that we do not love the Obamas. But yo, homie, stay in D.C. because I'm, it's, 994 is already full of traffic. I'm not trying to... <laughs> get any extra residual traffic effects because you want to visit your home like dude misha trump how does that sound i'm trying to marry in (laughs) to the trumps because they clearly got all kinds of goals you know they taking over they starting wars Mm. they bringing it back to the old system where they just pillage and take Maybe I don't want to be a Trump. I don't want to be, a, don't want to be on the other side, though. You know what I mean? That's true. Don't so, want to be on the other side. I'm coming for one of them ugly sons. I'm coming oh my God, for his sons are so fucking ugly. Look. Like, why, though? His, I, I'm not going to. Don't talk about my future gonna, husband like that. One of them is going to divorce their wife, and I'm coming. Misha, Misha Melania Trump. We're going to be besties. We're going to be besties. But, like, it's going to cost uh, the Secret Service has to pay $1 million a night to like stay in Trump Tower anytime that he wants to go home. And it's not like he's personally paying for that. The taxpayers are paying for that. And it's just like, if he's going home all the time, every time he goes, traffic for New Yorkers, I feel bad for them. A million dollars of taxpayers' money, gone. Every, every night that he's being a little child and doesn't want to work, he has who doesn't want to live where he works Mm -hmm. so that's not cute that's expensive and i'm not here for it and it's just like still people are mad chill about it Mm -hmm. well i just i the electoral college better do a miracle they better say this is exactly what we were made for they say no hillary you in office (laughs) vote against vote against they gotta just do it they We'll see. It's not I against the law. Have, it's not against the law. They can technically not. vote Hillary. You could be a faithless elector, and I encourage be all electors a to be a faithless elector. Please. And can we say that as all of the votes are coming in, Hillary has a two million vote lead. Hashtag faithless electors. Vote. We need you. And it's just like, how is this democracy if the people's vote is not elected? Like that's why we're not a true democracy. I know. 
I'm just, I'm, this is just Tom motherfucking foolery. I am watching what is happening. I am sick to my stomach. I, I, I like just don't know where the, where this is going, where this is going to end, how big of a deficit the American public will be in, how much the economy is going to suffer and how mega rich Trump is going to get now, now that he's in office and like, he won this on the backs of working class people and they think that they're about to get a payday, but you're about to get a stick up your ass, dude, because Trump is ready to fuck this public, the American public. Can I give you some advice, Kat? Yes. And listeners, start to get your pantry stocked, okay? <laughs> get your rice, get your beans, get your cans, your bottle of water. If something's going to happen. Something's going down. I'm going to be prepared in my little studio. <laughs> But when your groceries hike up yeah. to $15 a gallon of milk, you heard it first on Unlearned. I'm going to be talking as Misha Trump. <laughs> of the empire. Of the empire. <laughs> Earth is just going to be like a, dy- like a dystopic rock. And it's going to be just like Mad Max or just something fucking ridiculous by the end of this presidency if we survive that long. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> For real. Get them in a bunker right now. <laughs> well, maybe it won't be that bad, Kat. For I, the white that is a worst the world. case scenario. <laughs> it won't be bad for them. But it's going to still lead to, a, I don't see how this can possibly lead to a deficit. And I can't, I can't imagine Trump is not going to wildly capitalize off of this. I guess we're, we'll have to see. It's just like, I just feel like the wage gap is going to grow greater. Anyway, let's Trump's move on. America. I mean, yeah, man. Trump's America. <laughs> I, I love I it. Can't. <laughs> it's dramatic. It's like a living tragedy. It's we are living a tragedy, so I would say it's a living tragedy. Um, so we're just going to go into our main topic today. Let, let Something that uh, we've been thinking about, especially throughout this election and just general and life, and uh, me, Misha, and our friend Tanya were talking about the other day is... Why Why do people have to take the moral high ground? What is morality? Why can't people be petty? Why can't, like, what, like, what is this concept? Like, I really want to unlearn the concept of, like, morality. So a few, I don't know if it was weeks, months, time is all a blur for me right now. <laughs> Obama, uh, Michelle Obama gave this speech where she was like, when they go low, we go high and it threw the world for a loop people <laughs> thought this was the most revolutionary statement showed up in newspapers hillary was quoting her right. everybody i knew was quoting her i was yeah. like this is nothing new but i'm glad at least right y'all trying to hold on to something <laughs> but then me cat and our friend tanya was like wait a minute why we gotta go high right who said we gotta go high what we going high for <laughs> <laughs> that's what we trying to ask <laughs> but that's true it's just like do you fight fire with water or do you fight fire with fire? I try fighting fire with water, try to cool the situation, try to mediate. Sometimes I just want to burn a bitch, you know? <laughs> I'm fucking, like, if you want to Sometimes you ain't trying to put out the fire. 
I want I want to burn this down. Like, oh, we going to fight fire with fire. Cool. You want to be petty? Guess who is twice as good at it? Like, let's go. I when you like try and you're patient with people and they're just like you I you can't like I understand that like some people just don't want to be moved. But if you if they say something that is like clearly offensive to you and you're just like hey that that really made me uncomfortable i'm really offended by it and they're like literally like i don't give a fuck how you feel about this then where why why should i say okay well that's your opinion i'm gonna leave now Mm -hmm. no i'm gonna say fuck you bitch and get up (laughs) in my fucking face and be like okay so we got beef then because if you if you feel a certain way let's do this Mm -hmm. let's do this because i tried it you gotta try you got beef let's make a sandwich (laughs) exactly i'm with you what does that even mean i'm just rolling with you cat i'm with you you got beef with somebody (laughs) You making a sandwich now. You ain't throwing the beef away. <laughs> I'm deep. I don't care what no <laughs> listeners think about me. Can't be wasting beef like that. Don't be wasting the beef. So this is my question, Kat. <laughs> is there a distinction we should draw? Is it is the idea that in general we're trying to cultivate ourselves to be people who try to take the high road in general? Mm-hmm. Or are we saying, okay, yeah, you can type, take the high road, but I'm going to pop off if I need to pop off. What right. are we saying? You right. I, mean? I think that conflict is so human and so built in, like, human nature. And if we were not meant to have conflict, we would literally all be the exact same person. We live in a society of conflict. We have never not lived in a society of conflict. So for for someone to have to take the high road and like just let a let a petty person be petty. No. If you like if you need it's what it just I don't feel I don't know what good it does you because mm-hmm. you're still at the end of the day hurt mm-hmm. and if it makes you feel better to like hurt them in an equal way, go for it. If it makes you feel better to walk away, then like go for it. But I don't think people should be shamed for fighting fire with wa- fire and not with water. Hmm. So there's there's a part of me that thinks about. I think I think about it in two different ways. In one way, I think there's a benefit of trying to cultivate a mindset of peace for yourself, just in general. But then I think that so many times people who are who are oppressed, especially minority groups, are constantly taught that they have to be the ones that take the high road, mm-hmm. that they have to be the ones that forgive, that in general, the people who are doing the harm with them never have to take the high road. And therefore, right. it's, it's up to them to be the bigger person. Right. But I want to say sometimes people in those situations don't have the privilege of taking the high road. Right. So it's just a complicated thing for me because for me at the end of the day, I'm like, yes, I want, if somebody calls me the N word, I want to be able to be like, you know what? You're racist, but I'm not dealing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play into your thing. But then I'm like, Oh, now I'm upset. Right. Walking away. trying. And they're fine. And, and they don't fine. deserve to be fine. They don't because they did something reprehensible, something that upset you. And if it's just like if they don't care about upsetting you, then I'm not going to care about upsetting them. You know, like I think that like people 
need to understand that there are consequences to their action. And if that's like, and if that's how they communicate and if that's how they receive communication, then talk to them on their level. And I don't care if that level is in the mud with the pigs. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk at that level because that's clearly how you you communicate. Mm -hmm. I tried talking to you (laughs) up in the sky with the clouds and airplanes and like Jesus and shit, but you're like, no, I'm going to stay in the mud with the pigs. Cool. Cool. I'll get a little dirty too. Oink, oink. (laughs) <laughs> because I've the been in the mud. Effects. The sound effects. <laughs> oink, oink, woman. I'm, I'm here with you. It's really interesting to me because I think that, you know, growing up, I would sit in church and constantly hear, you know, we are meant to forgive. Right. We are meant to not, you know, if it comes from anger, it has to be a righteous anger. But then on the other hand, I grew up with a mom who was not afraid to cuss somebody. Right. <laughs> if they stepped in her way. So... Maybe it's not necessarily at war with one another. Maybe mm-hmm. you can maybe you can take the high road and also cuss somebody at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. Is I that think intention? that like taking the high road is like after the person gets what they deserve, like you getting out of that mud and going back and knowing that you're not going around actively hurting people and knowing that if you were in the same way and you said something that was offensive, whether it was accidental or intentional, that you would react differently than that person. And I feel like that is the high road, knowing that you're not living your life actively harming mm-hmm. others and and you feel sincerely bad if you if you do. Like you're willing to apologize. You know that I think each situation is different and that if you need to get, if you need to occasionally get dirty, do it, brush yourself off, go back up in the clouds and then know, and then know that like, if someone comes at you in the same way, you can just be like, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I like, I didn't mean it. I'm, I didn't want to hurt mm-hmm. you. I, I think that's morality, but mm-hmm. I, I believe that like, I'm, it's just, I'm so sick of hearing that, like, oh, as a person of color, as a woman, you have to be, you have to forgive. Like, what is You have to con- say sorry. Yes, yeah. you have to apologize for your existence mm-hmm. constantly. And you have to let, you have to accept that others are going to walk over mm-hmm. you. Or you could just not fucking accept it. You can <laughs> say that, you know what, I'm going to put on my big girl boots and I'm going to do some stumping. Because mm-hmm. I don't need, like, I don't need to... I don't I don't need to be disrespected. I don't need to be actively disrespected. And I don't need to be told that when I'm disrespected, just take a deep breath and walk away. Be the bigger person. Be mature. Like Can I tell you my mom's quote? What's my mom's, mom's quote. quote. <laughs> so for the most part, I think she taught me to go high. Yeah. You know? But this is my mom's quote and forgive my cussing. Okay. <laughs> but she said, and it's really close to my heart, I can be a bitch if I want to. I can cut a bitch if I need to. <laughs> that, is, that is a phrase I grew up hearing, you know? And I love it. I love it. Because what it says to me is I'm not a bitch all the time. Right. But I can be one if I need to be. Exactly. I don't cut people all the time. <laughs> but I can cut one if I need to. You know what I mean? Now, look, I'm not going to give y'all my mom's information, Okay. <laughs> But just know there's some deep philosophy in that statement. <laughs> and it's true. And it's true. And like, I, I definitely believe that. 
Uh, I think it's, it was really funny to hear you say like cut a bitch because you're like a pacifist. I'm a pacifist. I will <laughs> ever never, cut somebody you physically. You never harm someone physically. <laughs> With my words, maybe, yeah. but my mom will physically do it. Yeah, so. yeah. Your mom will literally. But I think the point of that is that, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're just gonna be able to walk away. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some stuff's gonna happen where maybe you just shouldn't. Right. Maybe you should. And I think my mom was a very good example of that. You're not going to call her kids the N-word. Yeah. And think you're going to walk away. Right. I mean, you walked away, but you ain't walk away the same. Right. You got a little limp. (laughs) (laughs) You got a limp. You got something wrong. (laughs) You know? But I I really want to get on this this topic of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Because I just remember constantly thinking if somebody did me wrong, I had to forgive them. Yeah. And... It wasn't just like, oh, forgive them. It was like, you're not going to, your spirit's not going to be able to be at rest unless you forgive them. Right. What do you think about that? That, that is the Christian narrative. Um, Jesus like forgave all your sins. So you should forgive. No, Jesus wasn't human. And if he, I mean, like he was the son of God. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. According to Christians. Yeah. According to Christians. Fully human and fully divine. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm he can do he can do it because he has a he has like a clear ticket to heaven his like dad is god kind of like invented shit or whatever and so you know what he's so awesome (laughs) could you imagine your dad being god that would be dope but that's not the point of our show go ahead cat but it's just like either people could hurt her hurt him Either way, he's good and he knows that. But none of us have that certainty in our life. No one, like no one has that type of certainty. So I just think that like, if you don't want to forgive someone, if you want to like hold a grudge, like it, I think it, it that is really stressful mm. to to hold in that pain and to like hold hold in grudges. Mm. And I and throughout like my time with Christianity it's just like you're not forgiving them for them you're forgiving them for yourself I I think that it's okay if you choose not to forgive people mm-hmm. but I do think that like there is like a certain level of stress attached to that mm-hmm. um but I it's also such like such a clear warning like you know not to trust this person mm-hmm. the next time. Um, it, and, and I think in a way it protects you mm. from like not making the same mistakes. Well, it, I think that's very interesting. The idea of like just going through the process of thinking about or not thinking about forgiving somebody as a form of protection mm-hmm. <laughs> against them. But I, I mean, I think about it in a few different ways. Like if the point of saying I forgive somebody is so that negativity isn't built up in my spirit or that I'm somehow not harming my soul or harming my psyche, it has never worked that way for me Mm -hmm. because every single time I have been wronged, I have never thought, oh, I need to forgive this person. I've thought unless they stop doing the wrong thing, forgiveness will not come for me. Right. And, you know, I think it's up to the person who has been wrong to decide if they are going to forgive or not. And in the past, I've always tried to forgive. I've always been like, you know what? God will forgive. I'm forgiving. And then it was like, you know what? I'm not God. Right. Exactly. I'm also not religious anymore. Right. <laughs> like, and, also don't believe in that stuff anymore. And I, you know, I, I think there can be some positivity to it. I think in general, it's probably a nice way to be. But, you know, if somebody 
did something like if somebody harmed my family, did something re- really negative to my family. What it says to me is you're allowing, if somebody says, Oh, f- please forgive me for how I wronged your family. I'm like, no, I don't forgive you. That was really effed up and you ain't getting nothing from me to make yourself feel better for what you've done. Yeah. So you gonna have to just think about that for the rest of your life and change your course because it ain't coming from me. Right. Like people should have to like live with their mistakes. I mean, we might sound, I want to know what listeners think about this because yeah. I can hear, I can think about people hearing what we're saying and being like, yo, Kat and Misha are terrible people. <laughs> I'm not with them on this. So I really want to know what y'all think. If you, I, especially on forgiveness, should you have to forgive, mm-hmm. send us an email, send us a tweet, something. Yeah. And just like, I want to know how you guys define morality and like, what structures taught you what is moral? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel that a lot of people have used morality for a weapon, and that seems amoral to me. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that like the concept of morality um, has really been unethical in a lot of ways and abused in a lot of mm-hmm. ways to kind of negate the entire point of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just like... Let us know some of your thoughts on that. Like, is it cool to be petty? Um, mm-hmm. Is it is it cool to hold grudges? Like, do does that impact your mental health, or can you compartmentalize that to like where you're like, if I ever see this person again, I'm gonna have this memory stored and I'm not over it, but I'm putting this deep 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 in the backs in the back of my mind so where it's not bothering Mm -hmm. me and it's not coming up i feel like the only time thoughts like that come up when it's like two in the morning you're trying to get to sleep and you're Mm -hmm. like brain shut up why would you bring that memory back from 10 years ago (laughs) i've not thought about that in 10 years brain that's the only time like shit comes back to me well trying to sleep and the thing is for me like there are some people who and maybe this is just how we're defining forgiveness Mm -hmm. and maybe i need to think more complexly complexly about how i'm thinking about forgiveness but i don't think somebody wronging me necessarily means i can't be friends with them mm-hmm. you know and i mean like if somebody murdered somebody in my family like it's mm, you're probably in jail and you're probably not going to be forgiven yeah <laughs> but you know there are different stages of that and i've been around people who have like done some really crappy things to me and i don't forgive them for doing crappy things but i'm like you know we're all human i've probably done some things or said things that have really upset you I don't know where you fall in the forgiveness line, but <laughs> I don't necessarily need it in order to feel like I need to move on. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not necessarily a hindrance in who I'm going to be around, but I think just the principle of it is constantly feeling and constantly being told that I had to forgive somebody. Right. And that's where I'm just not okay with it. And to the morality part, Kat, it seems like the people who are in power are always the people who come up with what is moral. Right, exactly. It's never, exactly. it's never, you know, it's it's always like, oh, a man and a woman being married, that's what's moral. Having one partner, that's what's moral. Not cousin, this is what's moral. And it's really like, oh, is that because in like 1400s in England, like these British, you know, these people mm-hmm. just sat in a room and decided, right. like, this is what it is. Let's disseminate it. But I, it's it's just like so disgusting. Like if you look at like people throughout history, who was just like being being moral is being married to the same person 
for forever. Like once you get married, you stay married. Like these same people have had three wives. Mm-hmm. Like Newt Gingrich just always talking about morality. It's like, dude, you're always cheating on your wives. Mm-hmm. Like how? Like if you're not going to practice what you preach, maybe you should change what you preach. Maybe or you should stop preach preaching. what. You, yeah, or you could shut your just fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's like also an option. Oh my god! But it's just like. I, I feel that especially in America, morality is dictated by the by the political right, and they don't represent a lot of Americans and like the real lives that they live, and and I just don't know how you can claim to live a moral life when you're actively disenfranchising so many people. I just don't think people get it. Yeah, I don't think people get it. I don't, sometimes I don't think that people understand they're disenfranchising people or that they're oppressing people. And especially when they have the security blanket of quote morality, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just, they feel, they just feel like they can do no wrong. Yeah. We know that ain't true. (laughs) But that, I mean, that's the interesting question. What you deem as right, what you deem as wrong is, is highly, influenced by your position in society right so exactly i'm gonna think a lot more things can be right the newt right <laughs> what, what kind of name is that that's an I, animal uh, that's an amphibian I yeah to see <laughs> Jeez. like some type of lizard yeah like do i think that it's right for me to be able to smash in a window <laughs> i'm not gonna say yes or no beyonce style <laughs> maybe i do <laughs> This, you know, and that's what gets me. It's like, why are y'all so upset by people smashing property? Y'all should be upset by people getting killed, right? But you know what? That's that's where my morals lie. <laughs> now, if we were property be- <laughs> back in the day, if we were slaves and we got shot, right. a master would be all pissed. Like, oh, you just damaged my property. Right. I'm gonna need some reparations. Well, that's probably why people are so attached to their property. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're gonna take a quick break. And go into our last segment. Wakey, wakey, Upper East Siders. Gossip Girls here. Your one and only source into the scandalous lives of rich white teens. I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. And Gossip Girl, yes, it has been canceled to 2012, but we review every episode here at Post Loudness every Monday. You can check us up on our website, gossipgirls.simplecast.fm, or you can follow us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod. All right, so we're going to end the show with uh, kind of like a fun topic. Um, we're all weirdos, whether you want to admit it or not. All y'all you are weirdos. You think you're not because you it's you, but you weird. You you weird. Like, I guarantee you there are at least a million people who would think that, like, some of the things you do are, are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so as from one weirdo to another, we're going to we're gonna do a new segment called Do, do You, you Ever? ever? on that can Uh, can i ask you a question yeah do you ever make random music out of random beats you hear on the street or in a house so for example if i hear a police siren yo i'm making a blues soundtrack out of that (laughs) that's me that's how i be you know if i hear your dishwasher I got a trap rat song in my head playing. <laughs> do you ever do that? Um, I am not as musically inclined as you, so 
I personally don't. I I do I do make up a lot of weird songs about my spouse and my dog. Like at least three a week <laughs> minimum. Just random songs off the top of my head. But I, I never have a beat to it. Mm. And yeah, so I, I sing them to my dog is kinda I, other people do it, but it's just kinda weird. Um, Misha, do you ever black react to like books and <laughs> movies and TV shows? What do you mean? <laughs> black react. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who don't know what a black react is, it's a, uh, for example, when black people see a magic trick and at the end of the trick, they are screaming and running and like hiding behind their friend and just like, just like turn too turn over this like one little thing that most people be like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Do you ever? Because <laughs> I personally, I if I if something I'm reading a book, something shocking happens, I throw the book, I jump up, I start running. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> or if I'm watching like Scandal and something especially scandalous happens at the end of the show, I just start. I'll jump on my couch. I'll start screaming. I'll straight Tom Cruise on Oprah this. And I'm just like running around my house. My husband's looking at me. My dog's looking at me. I'm just like, yo, it's too much. It just built too much in my system. I got to let it out by running. Totally cool. I got to process this through cardio. So don't judge me. I think my white side constrains me. <laughs> if It's like I want a black react. But then the white side says, no, no, girl, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm jealous by the energy you exude. <laughs> I never know when it's going to happen, but when something just surprises me or overwhelms me so much, I just like, my body just like fills, just like fills with energy. That's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Maybe you are actually religious. (laughs) You just don't think it. Yeah, a lot of people just be catching the Holy Spirit. That's just real. That's Whether you're religious or not, it just like lives inside of you and comes out. Like when you hear the words, when something just like touches Bam. you. When David Blaine like, hits mm. you with a card trick. You just, mm, mm, mm. Mm. Kat, let me ask it's you a hard. question. Yeah. Do you ever peel certain foods? P-E-E-L. <laughs> because that was very hard for me to say with my accent. <laughs> let me give you an example. I have a weird way of eating grapes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always take a grape, bite it in half, peel one half of the grape, the skin off, and then eat it. <laughs> do you ever do that? I do that with almonds. I, I take the almonds between my teeth, bite it in half, and then peel the skin with my teeth. <laughs> what is that about? Why can't we just eat the right. whole thing? Just, just like enjoy. I don't know. I just like the feeling of peeling like almond skin off of it that you're so weird that's it's so almond peeling almond skin is so much weirder than peeling grape skin definitely i will not contest that because grapes are juicy (laughs) and so the skin just kind of it's like naturally like like, oh okay but how did you start peeling almond skin did that just happen as a child no i started maybe like five years ago just started doing it i liked it and i didn't stop i am ashamed I mean, you shouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. We all we all have our weird do you, thing. Do you know what the weird part though is? Even so, I, I after like I peel it, I look at it, um, and then I eat it. And I I went to uh, my in laws' house, and they had uh, skinless almonds, and I had no idea what they were. <laughs> I was like, 
like, like going crazy. You're like, what do I do? I was like, Sam, what is what is that? He's like, they're almonds. I was like, but where's the skin? Where's the skin? That's like, racist. <laughs> Why are they gonna remove the one brown part well, of the almond? <laughs> is this how you welcome me to your house? Giving me With white almonds? almonds? <laughs> no melanin on these almonds? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that would have been my question. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all weird, yeah. listeners. Give us some. Do you ever? Yeah. Do you ever? Let us know your weird shit, weirdos. <laughs> 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 okay, that's gonna wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we would love to hear from you at unlearnedpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our website at unlearnedpodcast.com. You can um, hit us on Twitter at unlearned, at unlearned underscore shy. Uh, find us on Facebook at unlearned. Um, uh, shout out to James T. Green for our graphics and transition music. Um, and... Uh, shout out to the listeners leave us a review at uh on itunes we really appreciate it uh we really appreciate your feedback about the show we only want to get better and we can't do that without you our sweet beautiful lovely weird listeners um so yeah hit us up check out our shit live your lives forgive if you want or don't it's you can be a bitch if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> you can cut a bitch if you need to. <laughs> Thank you for singing this out, Misha. You're welcome. <laughs> and have a great couple of weeks. Bye, y'all. Bye. Post loudness.